Hello, so the last episode we talked about the signs of gaslighting and today we're going to talk about, if you're being gaslit, five ways to beat a narcissist at their own game. Hey queens, welcome to But Still She Thrives. Do you want to stop getting caught up in that wicked web of a creepy crawly narcissist? Do you find yourself up late at night replaying the abuse you put up with and wondering how you can heal now? Do you wake up hoping for healthy relationships and peace only to feel totally exhausted and mind effed? Girl, I see you. I'm Christy. I too had to disconnect from toxic people in my life and I wished I could undo the damage. I felt ashamed, lonely, and kind of lost, but I'm a stubborn Italian and I refuse to give up. I found ways to recalibrate my mind and body more quickly than I thought and can now share them with you. In this podcast, you will find coping tools, healing methods, and confidence boosters so you can trust yourself and find peace and freedom. So shields up, ladies. Let's go protect our peace. Are you feeling lost after post-narcissistic abuse? I'm your girl. I got you. This is my specialty. Go check out ways to work with me at www.christyjade.com. Click on work with me and find all the fun ways you can work with me, whether it's one-on-one coaching or a pre-recorded boundaries course. All right, does that narcissist got you down? They often use gaslighting as a tactic to take control, right? So I'm gonna talk about five ways to beat a narcissist at their own game. First of all, stand firm in your truth. This is where they can make you feel so crazy. You've got to really be confident in the truth and know, okay, this is a narcissist or this is a person who is trying to gain control. So they will go to any length to make me be convinced that their story is the truth and mine is not. Okay, so you have to stand really firm in that and don't waver in your conversations with them and even just in your own mind. Number two, and I preface this with I come from a family of lawyers. Everyone is very big on documenting everything, writing everything down. It has saved me in many a situation. I mean, legally, personally, I I write everything down. And I, with narcissists specifically, I'm going to say, I've said it before, I am very passionate about this. If you are in, let's say, a co-parenting situation with a narcissist, do not have calls on the phone if possible. Have everything through email and through text. You can go through your lawyers and um, ask them to make this and, you know, an addendum or add it to your, um, you know, custody papers. You should not have to contact them or them contact you about anything other than your children if it is a custody situation. Because in my mind, if you can avoid being in touch with a narcissist at all, we'd love to avoid that. So these situations, you're forced. If you do have someone in your family, you do not feel ready to disconnect totally from, or you have a boss or coworker that you think may be a narcissist, these are ways to help you. I, of course, will always say, if you can get away from the narcissist, get away from the narcissist. That's the only way to really beat the narcissist. (laughs) Okay, so we talked about standing in your truth and writing it down, right? Seriously, I take no risks with a narcissist and, of course, deal with them as little as possible. That being said, number three is that contact should be short and sweet. So if you do have to have the contact, 
Make it clear and short. You don't have to make it sweet, actually. Depending on your situation, you can just be clear and short. I would say also be firm. Like I say, stand in your truth. Don't add fluff. Don't try to use emotion to get them to be compassionate. Sometimes we can do that. Sometimes with narcissists, we think, oh, maybe if I explain my feelings deeper or how much they're hurting me. No, first of all, they eat that up for supper. They love it. They want that. But also it won't work on them, okay? Keep your emotions, that whole emotional part to yourself. Guard it with a cage. (laughs) This is what we call the gray rock method. This is part of it at least, which in episode five, I believe on my podcast goes deeper into the gray rock method. I will link that in the show notes. Um, But basically, it's keeping things short and sweet. The gray rock is representative of just blending in, not letting them get a rise out of you, not having emotion. Basically, you're a gray rock. And over time, they tend to lose interest. And if you don't take their bait, it's kind of like they back off. There can, you know, there can be patterns of them coming and and checking to see if they still have control, like, oh, maybe the gray rock misses me or whatever. But in general, it is a really great method that I have used myself and swear by. This is an important one. And I would say this is definitely hard when you have been, especially if you've been in a situation with a narcissist for a long time, and it's a close, intimate relationship, whether it's romantic, friendship, familyship, and even if you've been under the same boss for, you know, 10 years, they can have such a hold on you that you are terrified to rattle the cage, you walk on eggshells, and I am giving you permission to leave without guilt. And this can look like leaving a conversation. This can look like leaving the relationship. This I know for some will be harder to hear or harder to do than others. But I am here to tell you, I was, I was in a situation like that for so long where I was terrified. And it wasn't just the narcissist that I was terrified of. It was the other people in our lives that guilt tripped me or me trying to disconnect from this person, right? So you can get guilt from multiple angles. And it's hard and it's uncomfortable. And that's why I'm a big advocate of getting support through me, through a therapist, whatever it is in your situation, because you really do. I got support during my situation. And I definitely think you need support when you are leaving a situation completely. But I'm also saying if you're in a conversation and you feel uncomfortable or you feel like they're manipulating you or you feel like you're getting sucked in, you're taking the bait, they are twisting things around. You are allowed to, I mean, take a breath, count to five, And just say, I need to go. Whether it's on the phone, you hang up, whether you are with them and you, you you can call it Uber. If I mean, you, I know you're in like different situations sometimes where you feel like you might be stuck. You're not stuck. You are not stuck. And if it is a um, dangerous or violent situation, please call the domestic abuse hotline. And that phone number is um, in the show notes. But the best way to outsmart a gaslighter or a narcissist is to disengage. It's the gray rock. It's the not taking the bait. It's no longer walking on eggshells. It's being in your truth. And it's disengaging the second you feel that visceral reaction of this isn't right. 
I mean, your body speaks to you. So get familiar with your body. That's why you need those meditations. Go grab my four-minute mood boost meditation. Just getting in touch with your body will help you so much when you are trying to just follow your intuition. Through narcissistic abuse, it's almost like we can, we can lose our own intuition. We can lose our own identity. We have been literally living in fear of someone else or for someone else, depending on your situation. Um, so it's crazy stuff, but that's why you need support. So if you want to work with me, um, again, all my information is in the show notes. You can email me. That's probably the best way to do it. Um, so we can talk about in what way there are different packages I have for coaching. Um, I do yoga and yin yoga really, really helps support the mind body balance. And I just did a couple episodes last week. If you want to listen to those that go into more about yin yoga, So getting support, whether it's, you know, kind of talk therapy, coaching, yoga, you really need something if you are going through this. The post-narcissistic abuse situation is real, (laughs) unfortunately. I've gone through it and I just, that's what I, why I do what I do. I, I just want to help you guys accelerate through your healing and be strong enough to stay disconnected, to be strong enough and intuitive enough to recognize signs and to be able to not get into these situations, whether it's romantic, whether it's in the workplace, whether it's friendships, to break the cycle, right? And you guys can do it. Um, you know, you ju- just might need some guidance. That's that's how I got here. I got guidance. I did a lot, had a lot of education, did a lot of research and my own experience, and I'm so passionate about it. And I want I want to help you. So I am here for you. Please email me. And I will talk to you in the next episode. Don't forget, you are worthy of feeling good. You're not supposed to suffer and you're not crazy. You know the truth. Listen to your intuition. Get quiet enough to listen to yourself and start trusting yourself again. All right, see you in the next episode.